What's going on, everybody? You're listening to the Plain Sight Podcast. My name is Alex. I'm here with the usuals. Cam Jordan. Cam, what's up? How's it going, man? And Zachary Kujath. Zach, what it is? That was exactly correct. You know, it's... (laughs) (laughs) So, Melody, her last name is Jonas. Yeah. Very difficult name. Especially compared to Kujath. I... I will say Jonas as clear and precise as I can. They'll be like, so Melody, what's the last time I say Jonas? They'll turn around, Melody Jones, order for Jones. <laughs> Every single time it's Jones. You know, my, um, my roommate the last two years is named Jordan. And my last name is Jordan. And I cannot tell you how actually confusing that got when people would say Cameron, Jordan, and Jared. I'm like, well, that's just me and Jared. And it was just like a very complex situation. (laughs) Or like the delivery guy would like leave a tag on the door and say like, hey, delivery for Jordan. And I'm like, well, that really could go either way. Yeah. So imagine every time you Google your name, all you find are small businesses. (laughs) <laughs> All I find is a very large. <laughs> okay, that was funny. I just that's got that. Good. That's, that's really, really good. really good. I just find the more popular Cameron Jordan. Yeah, there is another Cameron Jordan that does mess up your whole. It makes you pretty ungoogleable. I tweeted Welcome him to when Alex I was. Alex and in... Sons Roofing. <laughs> what can we help you with? That's good. That's good. It's like All right, season so... two of you when she makes her fake name Amy Adams so they can't search her. like there's no way they find me in this massive stack of hay um so today we're talking about uh something that's really near and dear to our hearts we all have really hot takes really passionate about um it's really formed who we are today and that's one direction this is us getting topical you know because one direction announced recently that they're going to get back together so this is us staying with the news. Y'all, so was, if you couldn't if you couldn't sense the sarcasm, uh, what Zach is basically saying is this is for the people. Yeah. This is for the people. We are men of the people. We are doing this for mm. our public. This is our servant's heart coming out. Exactly. Wow. Can I somebody, wow. Can I ask somebody give me some question? chairs to start stacking? Let me, yeah. let me ask y'all. Do y'all have like a favorite direction? Because like when I think, I always think like west <laughs> is like the correct Northwest. direction, and like north uh, is the correct direction. I don't it's know why. Up. Ooh, northwest. Still up. I'm more. Okay. I'm more of an east guy than a west guy. Really? Mm. Yeah. I, I don't I'm know why. I'm a south guy. I mean, when I think no. about like the no. coasts, like I really like the east coast. I haven't even been to the west coast. I haven't been farther than Colorado. So like, I don't know why. But like today, I was driving and like I saw east and west, and I was like, when I saw east, I was like, that feels wrong. I just feel Here's like I thing, should go west. We love Jesus. We do. Okay. And the sun rises in the east, brother. Hmm. But it also sets in the west, which... which and means you know, he died in you the know west. We don't like is? that. Up. Nailed it. I, I, Ooh, <laughs> I'm, and not, it ain't I'm south. not sure the sun dies. I'm not sure that's how that and works. And on the third day! That's very like uh. Greek mythology of you, that the sun is born every morning and dies every Alex night. also ate a pancake on Earth Day because he said the Earth is flat. So let's keep this in mind. <laughs> Okay, I didn't eat a pancake. I said I was going to eat a pancake, and then I realized I would have to make pancakes. Uh, just, and I've never made a pancake, and I'm kind of scared, just, so I did You've never didn't. made a pancake? It's like the never easiest food to make. You just you mix just it all and then you pour it. I know, but I'm scared. Which, like, the thing uh, is, like, I love to cook. Like, yesterday, me and Melody just had some ingredients. Like, oh, let's make a shrimp scampi. And we did it, and it was delicious. But you're afraid to make but, a pancake? I'm scared of pancakes. We gotta Chef dig Boy into this. Bubba, you gotta be able to make a pancake. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. So if you can't make a pancake, what can you do? We're breaking down One Direction's biggest song, and that is a story of my life. I don't know if it's their biggest, but it is uh, the most it has streamed on Spotify. When I looked it up yeah, today, it has is it five, streamed? Like, yeah. like 450 million. I mean, streams. I know it's big. I didn't know if it was their biggest. Yeah, it kills all the other ones. Um, wow. Even what makes Cam, you beautiful. Even what makes you beautiful, wow. we will get to that later. I learned um, something new just now. Cam, here's the thing. Mm. Uh, I have no idea what you're about to do. Uh, like yeah. I said, we really don't have much of a deep spiritual connection with One Direction like we did on the John Mayer pods. But what we do have is clever um, surprises. And that is what you're bringing to the table today, Cam. And so I'm going to give the floor to you. Yeah, so I'm going to be honest. This segment really got away from me. Um, my original plan... The one that got away. Katy Perry pod. Here we go. Uh, absolutely not. One so um, my original plan was, hey, 
Let me reach out to my friends who are big One Direction fans and get their feedback on this song, and then I'll share it on the podcast, give some shout-outs. It'll be cool. What did Tanner Krause say? Absolutely nothing. Um, <laughs> but I did tweet, and I said, hey, uh, if you're a One Direction fan, DM me. And one of the people who responded just happened to be Zach Kuyat's little sister, This Abby. is true. We were sitting at the oh. dinner table, and she said, I'm going to respond to Cam. <laughs> So oh, I'm excited. I decided to take this game to another level and then text Ooh. all of Zach's family members and get <laughs> their response to my question. Oh, this is really good. And so <laughs> this is the best game. This is a game I'm calling Jenny. I've got your number um, because <laughs> it, required, so it required me texting Zach's mom, um, who is named Jenny. Now, granted, I really just messaged her on Facebook, but. <laughs> I, like, I like the Jenny, I've got your number thing. No, it's so good. Oh, this so, is so funny. I'm going to read off uh, a handful, not just your families. I'm going to read off like 10 responses I got. And you have to, at the end, guess which of them was your family's okay. and, and tell me which family member it was. Now, this is just... Like immediate family. I didn't go yeah, aunts and uncles. Good. I could have very we, easily. Yeah, you could have gotten like <laughs> and cuts and here. you know George, Maggie, y'all listening, Scott, Emily, Jesse. If you want to be on a game, let me know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> if you draft, we got the games with a Z, baby. Right. This is so, we're gonna have two game segments this show. This we is are. I'm so that's and actually the whole show. Probably. Did you get <laughs> Did you get quotes from all four of my immediate family members? That's I'm not gonna disclose that information. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. I think when I hear my dad, I'll know. <laughs> I'm not going to disclose that information. <laughs> um, okay, so, and I am reading these off word for word that they came in to me. Okay. okay. All right. So, number one, this song came out when I started going away from One Direction, but I think of a concert when they performed. Uh, it was very the other nostalgic. Direction. Uh, and it reminds me of an era of my life, and I think about how happy life was then. That's not any of my family. Okay. This one <laughs> says... That was Scott. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked. That would... I'll, I'll, I'll give shout-outs. So, actually, no, I'll wait. I'll wait until the end, and, and then I'll shout-out the people who... I'll, I'll let you go back. So this one because says... Because you were going to give a shout-out, I feel like I was right about the first one. Mind your business. All right, this one says, uh, it reminds me of driving down a windy road at sunset with my windows down in the summer. Now, this you could convince me was Scott. Because <laughs> that sounds like some kind of nonsense that he might say. Would you Elizabeth's... like me to keep going or would no, you no, like no, to I guess wanna, I want to play this one out. Elizabeth just got her driver's license, so if, she's, if this is her, that's a lie. Abby is has only been driving for a couple years because she's young and she wasn't driving when this song came out. I'm going to guess that if this is my family, it's my dad just being dumb. Um, and if not, or the, or otherwise it's not my family. Okay. This but one, I think he's other. right. I think he's right. About which one? It's his dad. I just feel it in my bones. Alex, I like that you have a side bet going on my yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have absolutely no idea what's going on, guys. Never mind. No I just, comment. I texted Alex before this. I said, I need you to know how excited I am for this segment, but like, I can't tell you what's happening. This I, anyway, is great. I never get to play the games on the show. I know. This one says, I would say the song makes me think about the friend group I had in middle school that would listen to One Direction all the time. It makes me sad because the song is about a relationship that really doesn't work. So I relate that to my old friend who I don't really know anymore. Hmm. Well, it didn't come That's out sad. when my mom was in middle school, so I don't <laughs> think it was her. What about your dad? Uh, I don't think he was in middle school at the time either. <laughs> <laughs> I... Mm. I could see this being Elizabeth. I don't think it's any of my family. Okay. I could see it being one of my sisters, but I don't think so. This one says... I think says, Abby wouldn't have even been in middle school yet. It makes me feel nostalgic as heck. That's it. I think... I truly think that might be Abby. That sounds like Abby a little bit. 
But I'll never know until the end of the game. I'm going to go with that's Abby. <laughs> You'll never know until just a couple minutes from now when you will definitely know. This one I wish this was a multiple choice game and not one that I just had to throw answers to the wind. <laughs> well, I'll tell you when I'm finished and then I'll read over a couple of Okay, you, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, okay. Cool, cool. This one says, I like the music, but I don't really know any of the words, so I don't really have an emotional reaction to it. That's that's so non-committal. That doesn't help me at all. That Does could that be make my you think mom? of any of your family members? It could be my mom. Because she might have gotten this message from you. I did hear them playing this song downstairs while I was up here prepping for the show. Is that what was going on in my house? Zach, did you not? Add, you should have known something was up then. Well, we were talking about doing this episode where we were sitting oh, at dinner, okay. so I wouldn't okay. have been surprised if they were just listening to it. Like, my mom had never heard the song, and they were listening to it. That could be my mom. She listened to it once and was like, I don't know the words, so I do not have real opinions about it. Um, I, For now, I'll say that's my mom. I'll pencil that in as my mom, but I might need to hear more answers and move her around. This next answer just says nothing. No feelings. Never mind. That's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And moving on. Uh, this one says, uh, and we'll make this the last one. It says, in all caps, story of my life. And now we're, now we're in regular capital letters. Uh, makes okay. me think of simpler times and times when I had to endure hardships. Emotionally, it made me cry the first time. Don't judge me. It may have been because I was literally in love with Zayn Malik and cried every time I saw him. I was 13, okay? Because I think it speaks words about how we go through both good and bad, shape us into who we are and create us into better people. Even if those moments are painful or hard to talk about, they are never forgotten as a building stone in our lives. This is a really nice thought. It's good, yeah. There is no way that's anyone from my family. Because <laughs> neither of my parents were 13 at the time of One Direction. Are you telling I, me your trick dad answer. is not I love don't with think Malik? it's Abby. Elizabeth could be, but I truly do not think she would ever cry over a member of a boy band. I don't think she was 13. I think we were like... Right, I think that's around when... I mean, this was the past. I don't know exactly when people were listening to this song. But I think it would have been about when we were thirteen, which would pull Abby well out. Oh of no 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 no! We were we were like at least fifteen, sixteen. Right, 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 right. So that still makes Abby too young. That puts it at Elizabeth's yeah. age, and I don't think Elizabeth has ever cried over. There's her. absolutely yeah, absolutely no way she wrote that. No, that doesn't. I'm gonna say that's none of my family. Now I don't know if I assigned my family. I don't know if I ever gave out all the answers I needed to. The well, only and, one I feel truly is, confident about are my parents. Now is now is your chance. I yeah, will I'm let you need to go back, pick up the girls. Um, okay. So are Read there me any just that... a couple? Read me the okay. first couple because I wasn't confident at that point in the game. Okay. Uh, there's the one that says driving down a windy road at sunset with my windows down in the summer. There's still a part of me that wants that to be my dad. <laughs> <laughs> this one says came out when I started going away from One Direction, but I think of a concert where they performed. It was nostalgic. It reminds me of that era of my life, thinking about how happy life was. Okay, I, do, I don't think that's any of my family. This one says, I would say the song makes me think about a friend group I had in middle school, and I would listen to One Direction all of the time, and it makes me sad because the song is about a relationship that really doesn't work, so I relate that to my old friends who I don't really know anymore. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to lock some in here. I'm gonna say okay, my I'm gonna last minute switch. My dad is the road at sunset. Elizabeth is nothing, no emotions. My mom <laughs> is the I don't know the words, but the melody is nice. And that last one you just read is Abby. So you went two for four. Okay, okay, I'll take it. So. To start out, your dad was nothing, no feelings. Ah, uh, okay, I should have stuck with it. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have stuck, stuck with, with my guns, strong compulsion. You oh, man. nailed the one for your mom. Yeah, I like the yeah. music, but I don't know any of the words, so I don't really have an emotional reaction to it. Okay, that sounds and right. Yeah, yeah. you got Abby's, okay. which was yeah. about um, the old friend group in middle school mm -hmm. and listening to One Direction all the time. Now, 
Elizabeth. I, it was sounds a like Elizabeth bit. was a wild card here. Elizabeth never texted me back. Which <laughs> <laughs> I felt. I like knew I, I needed to ask that. <laughs> I felt like I should include because it just also felt very on brand. If Elizabeth <laughs> was to text me about One Direction, her response would be nothing. So I felt yeah, that like that out. worked. <laughs> Um, uh, had, if only I had known that there was someone you didn't get a response from, I would have guessed that was Elizabeth. And I will also <laughs> let you know the other results came from two people named Christina uh, and two people named Allison. So, two wow. Christina, two Allison. Nice. <laughs> Dang, I was going to make that joke. <laughs> hey, that Man. was a great game. Congrats on your first hosting of a game on the show. Thank Gosh, you. So That's the end of the podcast. Thank you all for listening. I hope you we learned a lot about the Lord. I told you that one. That segment got away from me when that I was, was playing good. this no, I like two hours ago. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, actually, I think taking what Abby's text was it was good um it was good and kind of piggybacking off of that oh my gosh i just said the one phrase i hate more than anything else in this world and that is piggybacking off of that oh my goodness it's like we're in a socratic seminar oh socratic seminar yeah you remember english class in high school sadly (laughs) um and so taking what abby said and we're gonna take that off of her back and we are going to put it on ours. Is that better? We're going to put it on, on a pig. Yeah, yeah something about a pig. Um, <laughs> something about a pig. Um. <laughs> Is that a song I don't know? <laughs> that, that Guys, we need to a, stop recording these late at night. This is a mistake. <laughs> that was my cover of the country song, Something About a Truck. <laughs> But I don't know any of the rest of the words, so I have something about a pig. But, um, <laughs> so, one of the big themes that I pulled away from this, and one of the things we just kind of, when we started prepping this, um, to be super honest, I don't think we really know exactly what's going on. Not at all. There's a whole bunch of, like, it's trying to be, like, way super artistic, um, and it feels like it bounces around, mm-hmm. um, when I was zeroed in reading the lyrics, um, it gave me kind of what like what uh, that text was about. Like it's just a sense of a relationship went wrong. But the thing I pulled from it the most is like you know hidden on these walls are the stories that I can't explain or whatever the lyric is. And the start of the chorus talks about this great awesome. You know he's driving all night. Whatever time is frozen. This is awesome. I never want to leave this moment. And then towards the end, he almost talks about being somewhat like spending her love, like being manipulative in almost some ways and like it sort of crashing and him trying to figure out like, like this is like, this happens over and over and over again. Like what is wrong with me? How do I fix that? And so the emotion that I got, the thing that I pulled from this is like those moments where we're just like, why does this keep happening? What is the root cause? Like, how does this keep happening? And that's sort of like emptiness, loneliness. We feel like, what happens when we feel that, you know, that's, that's the thing I pulled from this the most. Yeah. I think that's, I think it's a really good reading of this song. I, I kind of, to me, uh, lives in that world where like a lot of pop songs will do it or uh, the, the best version of country music does it where the mm. chorus is really like catchy and, and is easy to latch onto, but the, the verse does something really complex lyrically. Yeah. Right. Cause this song has a pretty recognizable chorus. That story of my life, I take her home, is is pretty simple. The chord progression's not complex. But these verses, like, you dig into them, and there's somebody who's really, like, wrestling with themselves and, and trying to understand who they are and what their flaws are. You know, talking about the written on these walls are the colors that I can't change and oh, leaving man, my heart open, it's but good. it stays right here in its cage, you know? Like, it, it's somebody who is grappling with the problems that they can't seem to solve about themselves. And I think you're hitting it like spot on that while maybe we haven't identified exactly what the narrative is, I think that he got broken up with and is now with a new girl and is still pining for this old girl. And, but he's like stuck in that and caught in that jealousy and that loss. But regardless, I think the song is, is hitting on this idea that we sort of have this inherent thing in us that is 
keeping us from moving forward or is or is keeping us from you know living our best version of ourselves you know I, I think it's a really cool um, and complex song that doesn't get enough credit because it's by a boy band so are you telling me that this song is the one direction rendition of the hinder classic lips of an angel it sure can be yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> i like it i dig it um for me i kind of took this a little bit of a different place i think um I think what y'all saying is, is spot on. Uh, but for me, kind of in that first verse talking about, uh, she told me in the morning she don't feel the same about us and her bones, which I think is really, really good symbolism. Um, it's talking about this battle of conditional versus unconditional love. Um, yeah. And kind of like in a relationship, you know, you wake up and the person just doesn't feel the same as they did the day before. And, and you don't know why. Maybe something happened. We don't have that context. But for one reason or another, they feel different. And, and that's really draining to battle with. And I think, you know, if you've experienced that, if you've been on one side or the other of that relationship, um, or you've seen it on TV or in movies, like that is a pretty common thing. Just somebody falling out of love. Like that's, that's relevant and, and it's, it's draining. So I think there's a longing as Christians for us to experience. There's a longing as people for us to experience that unconditional love. And for us yeah. as Christians, we find that in Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. And I think he, we're seeing a song where not only is he dealing with, he's dealing with the fact that someone else has, has left him. I say he because these songs sung by five people all seem to have one narrator. But whoever this he is, the collective group of them, is be dealing with that loss of some other relationship, but is also dealing with like how it's affecting him moving forward. And, and right. he's clearly still longing for that thing that he doesn't have anymore. He's, he's like jealous and envious of this thing that he doesn't have. And to me, that reminds me of James 3.16, which says, uh, for where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. You know, and it's, it's talking about, this whole song is like, yes, someone left me and I'm sad about it and I'm trying to move forward, but as he's still longing for that other thing he's he's still envious of that thing he doesn't have anymore it's causing him to spend someone else's love until they're broken it's causing him to be unable to let his heart out of its cage because he's still longing for this thing that he doesn't have anymore and i think it's a really poignant way to say right. if i get trapped in that envy and that jealousy it consumes the rest of what i'm dealing with you know it, it keeps me from moving forward in other ways yeah. Well, I, I think even to, to kind of add on to that, to, to look at it from kind of a unique perspective would be like, this is kind of like our relationship with God in ways where I think for, for God, like he loves us so unconditionally and it, it does not depend on, on how we behave. It, it's, it's purely based on the fact that, that he loves us. That's what defines us. Um, but for us, sometimes the way we love God is so conditional. Like, if I wake up tomorrow and I don't feel like reading my Bible, I won't. And, and sometimes the way we follow Jesus is so based on emotion. We see it in, like, in church services all the time where, you know, people are, are real quick to, to raise their hands and get into the emotional moment, but they're maybe not as, as authentic about it. And, and so I think um, it, it's kind of this, this battle of, are you letting your emotions drive your relationship with Christ? And and he, in this scenario, is the one who is unconditionally there. Like, he has put his heart out for us. And, and in a lot of ways, we're the ones who kind of wake up and say, nah, I don't, I don't really want it today. And, and so I say that just to show you how much God loves you. Cause like, if you see the pain going on in, in the writer of this song's life or, or in any message like this, imagine if you created an entire planet to worship you and then they wake up every day and are just like, eh, maybe I will today. Maybe I won't like that is a draining experience. And, and God still loves us so unconditionally through all of that. Yeah, that's a really cool way to look at this song. Um, I think that that narrative of somebody who wants someone to love them so badly even when they don't is, is a really interesting picture of when we fail to, to look at God the way that we are designed to. 
Right. Yeah, that's cool. Maybe kind of the denial that comes from it. Um, the moment where you're trying to figure out, like, why is it that I'm feeling this way? Why is it this keeps happening to me? But at the same time, you know that you have actions that are causing it. Um, and we've all had this in a relationship. Every single one of us, probably every human ever that's been in at least one relationship has understood like they're sitting there or like, and they've just gotten out of a big fight or maybe they just got out of a big breakup and you're just so like heartbroken or just struck with why does this keep happening? I don't understand it. Like I'm a good guy. Um, when in reality we understand that there's something we did. It's kind of like those guys that like nothing makes me um, angrier than like people like, well, nice guys finish last. Like (laughs) I need to be a bad boy because girls are never like a good guy. I was like, no, it's just because you're really not that good of a guy. Um, (laughs) This is a little, a little unrelated. Did you listen to the new Laney song that just came out called good guy? That is literally about that exact thing. No. It literally came out uh, like two days ago. It's called Good Guy, and it is literally about that. Like, I think the chorus says something about, like, good guys never win. See, and I, I get it. I hear it. And maybe it's just the specific people I'm thinking of. But my ultimate reaction, and this kind of speaks to the entire song of the way I've been, way I feel it and the way that I'm seeing this and what it said for me is, like, Dude, you know you're doing dumb stuff. Like, you know that you could be better. But instead of taking the time to look at myself and really reflect and ask myself the hard questions, make the hard realizations, do the tough things to be better, it's easier for me to just say, man, throw my hands up. I don't know. Like, what's going on? Like, why isn't this better? Um, And this song, it's almost like he's teasing himself, like – Saying, like, you know, I don't know what's going on, but at the same time, telling themselves the exact things they're doing that are causing these issues. Yeah, and that's, I think it's a really interesting thing that you bring up this idea of, like, the guys who say, you know, the nice guys always finish last, or, or the girls never go for nice guys, that kind of thing. Because that narrative, what it misses if you're that person, is realizing. Oh, well, me, just by having that thought, I feel it's like I'm feeling like I'm entitled to something from these people mm-hmm, just because exactly. I'm not a jerk. Yeah. When in reality, no one is entitled to anything from anyone. But it, I, it's missing that while other people have their flaws, you've got your own flaws, too. Um, and, and it's that it's a thing that we can never um, like necessarily move past, but we can work to move forward with is that sin nature that we're all born with you know Um, this song is 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 pretty clear about like he's got some issues that are part of his core that he doesn't even necessarily know where they came from he talks about it being a part of his heart that his heart doesn't want to leave the cage that he's open for it but whatever that is for all of us whether it's you know somebody who feels entitled towards everything or somebody who is dealing with you know being manipulative or, or, you know, what it, what it is, the envy and the jealousy that it is in this song, you know, we're all, we all begin with some sort of character flaw, some sort of something that is, that is keeping us from being who we're designed to be. You know, I think this song and what you're talking about with the nice guy narrative, the, the, the bogus nice guy narrative is, are both really hitting on something super interesting there. Yeah, and I mean, so for me, nothing makes me laugh more than that moment. <laughs> yeah, and so it only feels appropriate that we take this into the silly zone. Good point. <laughs> yeah, well, so, yeah. So here's our sponsor um, today. The silly zone is sponsored by what did I just watch? Zach, tell us a little bit about it. Hey, that's a that's an excellent sponsor. Um, let's see. By the time this episode goes up, we'll be putting up. Episode two of what did we just watch? A uh, different podcast that I'm now on. Uh, me and my good friend Emily Coffin uh, just talking about movies. Uh, we don't even we don't dig that deep into stuff. We talk about movies. We we uh, reminisce about our own past and our good times. It's just two friends quarantined in separate cities wanting to still watch movies together. So yeah, go check out what did we just watch. 
Zach, we talk about what we just watched. We are That's my ex- intro. We are extremely, <laughs> extremely happy for you. Uh, and with that, Alex and I are starting a new podcast called What Did I Just Hear? Uh, where we just review your podcast. Uh, I it'll would come out the day after all of yours. For that to happen. So I would give Emily glowing reviews. <laughs> I would give and anything. And we will bash you. <laughs> His game that, suck. It's got nothing compared to Laffery with Zachary. You cannot take Laffery with Zachary to your new podcast. No, 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 no. There is no Laffery with Zachary on. It's going to be giggly with Emily. <laughs> That's good. That's really good. Let's go. Listen, listen, you can't bash on it too hard because, Alex, this may someday be your outlet to do a cat in the hat pod. Please, I'm, I want nothing more in my life. I want that hey, shit we'll down so it. hard. What if I just do a solo monologue plain sight that I drop <laughs> on like a Thursday? I mean, you're the one who edits these, so you have every power to yeah, do it. Yeah, we can't. Just like I can change so. all of y'all's blog posts anytime I want. Oh, that's true. So I could just talk about Cat in the Hat for like a solid 45 minutes. I'll go through the entire you plot play line. A game by yourself. It's about just Cat you Man. watching it, but like you narrating what's happening. Like, yeah, and, actually, and you now know, Mike Myers, he's uh, he's dressed like a cat. And um, it's, there's a there's a rake next to him, and he made kind of a dirty joke about it. Um, it's Mr. Science the Theater the 3000. <laughs> it's MST3K, but like as an audio medium, also with Cat in the Hat, which is there's the a fish worst and there's, idea there's ever. There's two people that look the same, and uh, he's getting up to some hijinks. <laughs> you know what? And that's still better than Grown Ups 2. So I think we're on to something. <laughs> We have really wandered our way off the rails of this episode. <laughs> we really yeah. have. There was some good stuff in there, though. Yeah, yeah. What's so, the segment we're going to now? We're, we're in the silly zone. I think we have... Do we have a new name for hot takes? Yeah, the silly swings. The silly, silly swings. swings. I miss baseball. Um, I, in honor of baseball. I have to talk about one of the weirdest, most awkward... But also, like, defining moments of my childhood. Please do. And my adolescence. Hmm. What so else are the podcasts f- for other than talking about <laughs> defining moments of our adolescence? So, the first time I ever performed in front of a group of individuals was at the Bingham Middle School talent show. It was in a big gym. It was like a pep rally sort of thing where they had a talent show in the middle of it. Um, and I'll n- never forget, and I'll never live this down, the people that know it. I sang What Makes You Beautiful. That's the first song I ever performed. Yes. Yeah, you did. Not only was it What Makes You Beautiful, it was Boyce Avenue's version of What Makes You Beautiful. So <laughs> oh, I, like, my gosh. I, tr- I tried to be all like sweet and like mysterious and beautiful and he has this like cool little guitar solo in the middle my hands were shaking so bad (laughs) that like i didn't hit a single string (laughs) it was just like air (laughs) hey i've been there i get it (laughs) so i I didn't hit a single string and so it's just like weird like toink toink noises For a song like 15 seconds for what would be a guitar solo, and then I just go right back into the baby light up my world and right back into the chorus from absolutely nothing. That's good. Uh, you know, it, it could be worse though. Like, that's not a bad song to perform in middle school. When I was in middle school, at the end of my eighth grade year, my middle school talent show, I sang a duet to Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. Um, which is probably not a song for middle schoolers. No, that's but I no. sure did do that's that. That's tough. <laughs> um, so, wow. On, yeah, we all make weird music choices in middle school. On this rabbit hole, um, I was always the drummer because I can't sing, uh, which makes me think <laughs> of two things. One time I was in a, a lip sync battle, and we were performing Glee, and uh, I broke my collarbone and couldn't do the dance moves, so they made me be the kid in the wheelchair for the performance. <laughs> 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 um, which oh, no. it was like I, that was like seventh grade, so that was really fun. I mean, that's uh, probably the right call there. Yeah, and then the other performance I really remember was all the pre-shows during pageant was when oh, yeah. Zach we would just like have a lightsaber battle, and then Emily was like, "All right, Cam, you're drumming the rest of the time because I don't want to hear now. you singing." 
So you and yeah. Zach do something silly, and then you drum. That's your job. Which is really all this podcast is. <laughs> it's the what same if idea. We just did the silly zone, and then had like 15 minutes of you just hitting stuff. <laughs> Oh, man. I I do That's have good. another silly swing if we want to. Uh, oh dig please! Into oh yeah! Make the oh, yeah. silliest of swings. I mean, I don't know if this is a silly swing. It's an opinion, um, and my opinion is that not just Harry Styles has had maybe a better career than the One Direction career. I think all five of them have made better music than they did when they were One Direction. You know, Harry Styles oh. has Sign of the Times. He has Falling. Zane was the first one to go. He had Pillow Talk. That was a big song, but he the rest of that album has some good stuff. Get ready for this. I'm going to pull you singles from all five of them. Niles, this is really impressive. Niles Slow Hands, good song. It, it got song. radio time for a while. Liam did Strip That Down, also good song. Louis, even Louis, Sweet Sweet Louis, did Back to You, good song. And all five of them were doing stuff in different genres. Zayn had right. more of an electronic thing. Harry Styles was very, like, rock and roll. There was, you know, the more pop side with, like, slow hands. And then there's almost, like, pseudo country in some of it. Like, all five of them were doing music that was so clearly designed for themselves for the first time. And they're all, right. they're all pretty good songwriters. They... they did yeah. a really good job with their solo careers. I'd be interested to see like when they do come back together, but all of them have experienced some individual success, what that does, you know? Okay. Have either of you guys read the Wikipedia about this song? I sure have not. Because I have you a feeling I'm about, about to. You talking about the different genres made me think about this. I want you guys to guess what genre Wikipedia says this specific song is. Is it not just like pop? I was going to say, like, I mean, singer-songwriter? That wouldn't be surprising. It says, Story of My Life is an acoustic folktronica song with neo-folk <laughs> elements. Acoustic folktronica? Hey, guys, with update. neo-folk elements. I, 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 I apparently don't know what neo-folk is. <laughs> what is neo-folk? I don't know. What is folktronica? folktronica <laughs> that sounds like somebody awesome. just took music words and smushed them together and made acoustic folktronica with all that made me think elements. of is if uh you take the movie tron and give it the soundtrack of like rand collective and mumford and sons <laughs> actually that's I think you're all probably that is. onto something right there yeah that's probably pretty close which i would watch. i imagined like just a giant james taylor like godzilla sized <laughs> giant james taylor just like like just like ravaging a city, like Folktronica. <laughs> Will he be stopped? Just stomping buildings down in Tokyo. Yeah, I've seen fire and I've seen rain, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, I, I'd like to say, kind of on on your trail, Zach. I'll follow that. I will never forget uh, the morning that I got a text from Alex. And it just said, I woke up to a text that just said, Cam, if you've never trusted me before, I need today to be that day. <laughs> Go listen to Harry Styles' album. And I had my album, doubts. Because I really, I wasn't a One Direction guy. And like, yeah. I honestly, from that Harry Styles album, I've now got it on vinyl. Like, I listen to it all the time. I go back and listen to some One Direction stuff because I was influenced by the Harry Styles solo stuff. That's made me almost appreciate One Direction, not the other way around. Mm. Yep. Yes, I remember I'm driving to work. Um, Where were you working and at I'm this time? I was working at Rico, so I was driving to <laughs> oh a very big corporate building. It was a lot of fun. I sat and used the hole punch for eight hours. Um, <laughs> so I... I'm driving. It's a Friday, so it's like you have the new release Friday stuff on Spotify. I'm just scrolling. I see Harry Styles, and I think to myself as a joke, I'm going to look at this album, see which of these songs I think is going to be the cheesiest and poppiest and sound the dumbest, and I clicked on it like almost like a bit, and I clicked on Kiwi. I was like, oh, this is going to be so stupid. Kiwi's fire. It's a it very good song. so good. And it comes in with good. that like real cool like guitar like – like guitar, like weird reverb, old timey microphone. It's very like, Arctic Monkeys, yeah. very Arctic Monkeys, very, and it was so good. And so I was like, "Oh, I have to show Cam." Was well, my immediate thought. Yeah. Do you remember we actually started 
a podcast that year. It was the Buckets <laughs> podcast that never got released. And our first episode, we, we talked about our, our top 10 albums of the year. And and Harry Styles was your number one album of... I had it up there, yeah. Was that, was that 2017? I don't know what year it was, but I was a big Something fan. Like that. I it honestly was, wouldn't even argue with that. It was, it was your number... It was number, so good. And that was the same year that Search for Everything came out. Yeah. Same year that Damn came out by yeah. K-Dot. I mean, yes. there was some uh, Magic and Bird... There were yeah, some there good some albums ones. that year, and you Harry had album was really you good. had Harry Styles as number one, and I respect that. And yeah, the, it was good. the new one is really good too. Yeah, yeah, Fallen it really is. Watermelon Sugar, like all that stuff is good. Yeah, and it's um, also different. It's so yeah, unique. it's it's like if if you could pull Mick Jagger in his prime and put him now, you would get the like visual style of Harry Styles, but then also like change who he is as a songwriter and make him like an indie songwriter right like that's how you get harry styles is you take mick jagger and you make him an indie songwriter maybe it's just because they're british but i do get like an arctic monkeys plus 1975 <laughs> just like the songwriting the of 1975 things. yeah james arthur and Ed Sh- no but he's like, all of them crumpets, crumpets. <laughs> biscuits but that's cookies <laughs> he sounds like what tea would taste like Biscuits, but no gravy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, we should I think I'm ready for round two <laughs> of Laffery with Zachary. I can't believe we got double the game show. The last one was just podcast. Laffery at Two games, Zachary. two show. <laughs> two games, two, two games, show. two show. I hate that so much. <laughs> That's our new podcast, everybody. Two games, two show. Oh, boy. Is that the intro I get this week? Okay, cool, cool, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, that's what you get. Okay, so before I tell you anything about the game, oh no, we're going to pick who goes first. And to do that this week, I'm actually going to go to the window behind me. Um, I'm going to open it up, and I'm going to do some bird calls, and I'm going to see if a bird will come, and and I'll and, and if I can get the answer from that. Ready? What? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to, if you'll just give me a second, I'm going to do some bird I'll calls. I'll indulge you. Go ahead. Do your thing. <laughs> I've never tried to call a bird in my life before. Please do it. <laughs> oh, that last one was just a bird. That one wasn't even me. Whoa. He heard me. Oh, Amazing. here he comes. You would have never known. Oh, he landed right in my hand. Is wow. that the bird that lived in my garage for a couple weeks? I think it is, and that it must be the bird that lives in your garage, and that must mean that you're going to go first this week, Alex. Okay, no, fly yeah. away, little bird. Oh, that was that was great. No, oh. not my little bird friend. <laughs> okay, so Alex, you're going first, but it's going to be a little different this week. This week's game is called "What Member of One Direction Are You?" Oh. Inspired Harry by Styles. one of my favorite things, which is silly BuzzFeed quizzes that will tell you who you are. Oh Instead my gosh! Instead of me giving you a trivia quiz, instead of me giving you a yes or no. The game this week is this. I'm going to be taking you both through BuzzFeed's top-rated Which Member of One Direction Are You? Your goal is to get the member of One Direction that you choose at the top of the game. Now, here's the thing. This is good. Harry Styles and Zayn are off the table. Dang! Those two feel too easy. Your options are Louie, Liam, or Niall, and Alex, you get first pick by virtue of the bird that landed in my palm. Okay, Niall is the only one I know, so we're going for that. Okay, well, Alex, you're taking Niall. Yeah, you can't. So you get Louie or Liam. Cam? Sweet Lou would be good. It was, it was, it was tough to turn that down. I'll go, I'll go Louie. <laughs> okay, so Alex, you're shooting for Niall. Cam, you're shooting for Louie. This is, oh, Oh, wow, BuzzFeed is the worst website in the whole world. <laughs> I have two this copies of the quiz open on my computer. No, not. It's just... It's, not even close. It's so loud, and there's pop-ups everywhere, and ads for Xfinity. Just There's four of them. I'm looking at four ads for Xfinity right now. It's the worst designed website in the hey, whole world. Guys, can I bring something up that I just discovered that I need to ask a question about? Okay. Yeah, while he does this, go for it. I yeah. just Googled... Louis Tomlinson, because I know nothing about him. And the hey, don't first, be cheating over there. The first thing that says people also ask is, is Harry Styles married to Louis Tomlinson? Yeah. 
you, and there's, then there's you like a whole thing about how they hole. are married. You and they tied the knot in September of 2013. Is this true? Did I not know this? Um, I think a lot of people really want members of One Direction to be together, uh, but I don't think any of them are. Okay. okay. You can, it's it's that like, you know, fan fiction world that you could you could find evidence for any two of them being together, but I don't think any of it's true. It's okay. a dark and scary place if you get too far down into it. Okay. Okay. Well, question one of which member of One Direction are you? The first question, you're just going to choose a 2019 song. Your options are I Don't Care by Justin Bieber and Ed Sheeran, Bad Guy by Billie Eilish, Sucker by the Jonas Brothers, Senorita by Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello, Truth Hurts by Lizzo, or Someone You Loved by Louis Capaldi. And remember, Alex... You're getting into the mind of Niall Horan. Cam, you're getting into the mind of Louis Tomlinson. Wait, oh, so, oh, so we're both answering yay. Yeah, you're yeah. both going to answer all of can these you, questions. Can you give me, give me the third one. Yeah, one more time. Okay, one more time. That's I Don't Care by Justin Bieber and Ed Sheeran. Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. Sucker by the Jonas Brothers. Senorita by Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello. Truth Hurts by Lizzo. Or Someone You Loved by Louis Capaldi. Someone You Loved. That's for Louis. Yeah. Okay. Uh, give me the Ed Sheeran song. And you're gonna take Ed Sheeran. Okay. Excellent. I will never know if these were right until the end of the game. I of have course. a tiebreaker thing, but because we won't know if somebody wins until this game is over. I love it. I'm winning. Okay. Just so you know. Question two is to choose a song by a boy band. You can have "I Want It That Way" by the Backstreet Boys. Bye 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 by NSYNC, Burnin' Up by the Jonas Brothers, DNA by BTS, ABC by the Jackson 5, or She Looks So Perfect by Five Seconds of Summer. Give me the Jonas Brothers joint. Taking the Jonas Brothers, okay. I Cam, want, what about you? I want it that way. I want it that way by the Backstreet Boys. Okay, good. We're moving right along. Question three is choose a song by one of One Direction's ex-girlfriends, rumored or otherwise. Your options are I Knew You Were Trouble by Taylor Swift, Burn by Ellie Goulding, Fight For This Love by Cheryl Cole, Shout Out To My Ex by Little Mix, Starving by Haley Steinfeld, or Hands To Myself by Selena Gomez. Starving. Ooh, Hands To Myself. Two confident answers. I... Love that energy. Keep bringing Honestly, that I'm heat. just feeding off of Cam's energy. That's good. I like it a lot. Okay. Now, here's one that I think is interesting. This is Choose a Solo Song by a Member of One Direction. You have Sign of the Times by Harry Styles, Slow Hands by Niall Horan, Strip That Down by Liam Payne, Back to You by Louis Tomlinson, Pillow Talk by Zayn, or I Can't Pick. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I if can't pick. If you're just pick. too big of a fan, you just can't. Pick between yeah, the boys. That might be Louis. I, I feel like, is it too obvious to pick your own song if you want to be that person? Like, that feels... This is the strategizing I'm looking for. Yes. Cam, here's what I'm going to do. I'm doing it. I don't care. I'm not overthinking this. I'm trying to win. I want dubs. And so, we're going... Alex, you taking slow hands? Slow hands. Yeah. Okay. Can, can I you, can't... You gonna take I can't... Own? I can't pick. You can't pick. Okay, I love... I can't swing. Pick. All right, and here's the our final swing, question. If you will. Finally, choose a One Direction song. You can have What Makes You Beautiful, Drag Me Down, Story of My Life, Best Song Ever, Night Changes, or One Thing. Also, Night Changes is definitely my favorite One Direction song. Night Changes is a very good song. Guys, no cap. I thought that's what we were talking about when we first talked about this song. And then I looked up Story of My Life. We could do another episode where we're talking about Story of My Life is also good, but Night Changes is a very good song. Very, very good. Um, um, I'm, I'm going to take, take Story of My Life changes. dibs. I didn't want it. Cam, you want Night Changes? Is that what you said? Yeah, I do. Do I think that's okay. the right answer? Probably not. Story of My Life for Alex. Night Changes for Cam. You guys... Alex, you got Niall Horan. Let's go. Cam, you got Louis Tomlinson. No, no. 
I can't believe that you both got this right. And now we move, <laughs> we move to what is a bonus round because I, I needed like a bonus round win. for this game. That okay. First of all, you both deserve points in the book because you clearly tapped into something, and that's incredible. Here's the bonus round. Bonus round. I need you to put the five members of One Direction into these five boy band stereotypes as chosen by The Guardian, because that's where I pulled this from. <laughs> Your options are the mysterious one, the boyish one, the starry one, the rebellious one, and the generic one. Zane is the rebellious one. You mean, let's go through them one at a time. So you each give me your pick for the mysterious one. Louis. Um, I guess I, I can't, I can't go Louis, can I? You can uh, if you I mean, to. you can, because we're going for total points, man. Yeah, if you it, think it's the right it's one. It's out of five, so if you think he's right, go for it. You can do whatever you want. Okay, yeah, I'll go Louis. Okay. Now the boyish one. Liam. Alex, who's the boyish one? Harry. Mm, okay. Three, who's the starry one? Harry. I understand he's the star, but I feel like Zane thinks he's this bigger star, so we're going to go Zane. Mm, that's an interesting thought the process. Who thinks they're the starry one? It's just who is. Okay. Back. Now the rebellious one. Ooh. Zane. Alex? I'm taking my guy Nile because all his songs are about making babies. <laughs> I like I like where your head's at. Okay. And finally the generic one. I guess that Don't even be... know his name. <laughs> I haven't got Nile, so this is this is my Nile. Nile's generic. You're going to say Niall? Alex, I need a name. I'm not going to act like I didn't <laughs> Google One Direction members for this. Well, Alex, you're going to pick Timothy as the generic one. <laughs> if he still wins this, I ride. Final answer, Timothy the generic one. By a score of... One to zero in the bonus round. Cam, you have won. Which member of One Direction are you? Wait, the correct answers to the bonus round were Mysterious One, Zane, Boyish One, Niall, Starry One, Harry, Rebellious One, Louie, and Generic One, Timothy. Just kidding, Liam. Oh my gosh. Wow. That, the fact that you both got to the people that you were supposed to get to really blew me away that was what a move you guys man. oh man I, so, I wonder on this test there's six options on every one of them but there's only five members of one direction if you pick <laughs> the right combination of answers is there like a curveball like you could be simon cowell because he put them together the answer is timothy it's timothy <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it the mysterious it. sixth direction <laughs> <laughs> Well, wouldn't it just be the second direction since they're all already in one? When Zane left, I spent a week saying that they should call themselves point eight direction from now on. That's so oh, much man. better than everybody just saying they went two directions. That was so much better, Zach. Gosh, Cam, give us something applicable we could take home from this and we're going to close it out. Oh, boy. That's, yeah, I, I think... Um, Look at at this song and in the the pain that that's kind of coming through, uh, talking about this this battle for conditional unconditional love, um, from the perspective of of someone who will never give up on you. Um, if if we don't spend a podcast saying God loves you unconditionally, we're doing it wrong. Um, he he does, and no matter what you do, it will never change that. Um, and so think about these lyrics as, as somebody longing for you. You know, the Bible talks about God being jealous and he's jealous of the things that get your attention before he does. Um, he's, he's jealous of the things that, that pull us away. Those emotions that, that lead us to, to say, ah, maybe I'm not in it today. Um, he wants us and it's because he loves us. Um, so, so don't, don't forget that. That's really good. And I think 
to even compound on that, I think the song is talking about how we are inherently flawed. Um, and though we may not be able to solve that right now, we can, we can push forward through it. And that that unconditional love is not contingent on us overcoming those flaws. That right. unconditional love is within those flaws. You know, that, that's why we need that love is because we, we do have those inherent things that, that keep us from perfection and keep us from the thing that we are designed to be. Yeah. Right. So like what Paul said, and it's a paraphrase, obviously, you know, wherever he goes, sin is like a thorn in his side. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's absolutely, we can be doing as great as we've ever done. And it takes nothing more than a second for us to feel like we failed again. Mm. Um, and it's to take those moments to be self-aware, to understand, man, how can I get better? But also to not be so hard on ourselves that we forget what grace is. Right. You know? Yeah. We forget that there is a God that loves us more than we could ever imagine. And that, yes, we are sinful. But, yes, at the end of the day, it's been paid for. And I can rest in the fact that knowing that I need to be better. Like, what does sanctification becoming more like Christ? But also, my value to him is not based on me getting better. Yeah, that's good. Wow. So this is the Plainside Podcast. Uh, subscribe. Uh Five stars, write a review. If you write a review, we're going to read it on here, so please make it super silly. Cam, what do you got? I was just holding up a five because we want five stars, but we're an audio oh, medium. Five stars. So five stars. One, two, three, Cam, five. I mean, I'm, I'm recording this. We'll just get that quick clip of you doing a five. Really and, quick uh, before we sign this off. This is how many stars. Cam, I need you to go to your Twitter because a friend of mine just DM'd you. She just texted me that she DM'd you a response to your question. Oh, let's close it out with this. Oh, I, I, have, a, I have a message request. From um, one Brooke Garricky. Okay, I'll live tweet this. A good and wonderful friend. She said, uh, hello, I am a big 1D fan. Maybe one maybe one of the biggest, and I'm here I did help. retweet this thinking one of the Garricky twins uh, okay. might DM you. This could, we, this could be like a long stall because I know that she's going to have a lot to say about it. Um, but I, this is the poll that I was hoping to get. Yeah. By retweeting your tweet. Okay. So Alex, so while I'm, Cam does this, what do you, what's up with you, huh? Man, you know, I'm just doing doing it, you know? Um, yeah, aren't we all? We got a new puppy. Uh, I don't That's sleep. what I was going to ask you. Yeah. How's yeah, his name, is, his name is King, a.k.a. Sean Kingston, a.k.a. King Nebuchadnezzar, um, a.k.a. Ooh. Kingster. Um, Kingster? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, man, he's cool. He loves to bite. Like, that's his thing. Uh, so, yeah. like. He's a puppy. Yeah. Uh, I love it, man. It's great. Uh, he, there's this weird thing. We put his harness on him because we wanted to get a harness so we weren't, like, choking him, like, dragging him around. We put his harness on him, and he, like, immediately sleeps. Interesting. Like, you put the harness on him, he's chill. So, like, right around, like, 4 or 5 o'clock, Melody, you're like, okay, it's harness time. And we put the <laughs> harness on him, and he just chills out. It's awesome. It's not like he doesn't cry. He doesn't get mad. Just chill. I don't know just if it's, like, like a thundershort sort of thing. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, awesome. I wonder if it's, like, a like a being comforted kind of swallow. Yeah, sort maybe. Of thing. <clears throat> I have absolutely no clue. I would like to to open this conversation up while Bailey is is typing. Um, she said was amazing Bailey question, was by the Brooke, I'm so sorry. I think it's Brooke. There, there, there is also a Bailey Garricky. I think it's Brooke. I knew that. Make sure. Um, <laughs> so, Alex, I gave you some really good recommendations for a name for a dog, and and I'm a little upset that, that none yeah. of these got picked. I think Julius Caesar. I think you not going with that really upset me. Julius um, Caesar is a really good. My option. vote was Deuce. Deuce is good and Deuce is funny. I'm sorry, Julius Caesar, Bark Twain. Bark Twain is very good. And you went with King. I wanted to name him Donkey. <laughs> Donkey's good. <laughs> just so you be um, like Donkey, like just relive my Shrek fantasies. Like Donkey. When I say Shrek fantasies, I'm talking about the movie. Let me clarify. <laughs> um, so, so I'm starting to get some responses from from Brooke. Here so, we go. Uh, she said, story of my life is known in the fandom to be open to many interpretations. Wow. Which I think is kind of the route that we took. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she said, it's definitely one of their more mature but abstract songs. Which I, I think is true. I mean, you think about like their song that really got big was like, what makes you beautiful? And then looking at the lyrics in this, it's like, holy cow, the contrast there is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and then she said three little dots because she's typing. Yeah. I hate you. I'm sure she said that specifically. You, there is some really, like, you can tell they've matured into songwriters at this point, you know? There's there's some really good yeah. songwriting here. Yeah. Well, I think that I think we see that come out a lot with their, their solo stuff. And I'm curious to see why their songwriting got so much, I think, deeper when they got out of the band. If it's, like, the, the parameters that are on boy bands, like the expectations... Or if maybe they had some disagreements that caused them to go kind of their own way. So it says, she said, the song is full of agony of not having the person you love love you back, but also full of hope. They use a lot of imagery about being stuck in the past, but they do have the power to change their life and grow. Ooh, I feel like that is an excellent like thing to close on. And that this is the point side podcast. The past, there's moving forward, you know? And so we're moving forward on to next week. Um, I'm pumped. Here we go. Thanks for hanging out. Peace out. Girl Scout. Wash your hands. Unboink.